We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Burgundy and gold today, final hour. Scott Jackson with you, Team 980, streaming live on the free Odyssey app. Our pleasure right now to go back to the BetQL guest hotline. Bring in Rick Snyder, Rick Snyder's Washington. You can check him out on YouTube, read him on odyssey.com and a lot of other places and on Twitter at uh, Sniper Marks. Rick, good afternoon. How are you today? Super. The season's over and I can take a breath finally. <laughs> <laughs> Well, not, uh, not really, right? It's never too <laughs> yeah. long, uh, you know, as we see. I mean, not a big surprise, especially if you watched the, or listened to the press conference yesterday hearing uh, the way Ron Rivera sort of answered the question about Scott Turner and how he thought he performed his job this season, um, that they made this move yesterday. Uh, just your, your thoughts on, on whether it was, <clears throat> in fact, the right move and what's next? I thought it was interesting in the press conference he announced. He says, basically, you make a move here knowing that you're going to upgrade, mm-hmm. you know, not just to make a move, which means do you already have somebody in mind? And then they talk about their offensive philosophy, he and Martin, where they, you know, basically want to run a whole lot more than pass, which probably is incumbent upon who is your quarterback. I mean, there's so many balls up in the air on this deal. It's hard to gauge where they're going to go with it. But nobody run, you know, you run Purdue and pass for Chev. That's always been said. But if you got a really good quarterback, you pass all the time. Uh, you know, I don't think Scott Turner was the worst offensive coordinator I've seen this team have. I've seen a few, you know, bingo callers, <laughs> things like that. Yeah. But, I mean, it, trust me, it got much worse than that over the recent 30 years. But, you know, Scott outsmarted himself too much. You know, he's got yeah. some of his father's knowledge, but not his father's experience. And, you know, there were times I was just like, what are you doing? And, you know, that, that Samuel jet sweep out of the backfield hasn't worked since September. You know, give it up. <laughs> you know, but he's like, I'm smarter than you. We're going to do this. No, no, you you proved you weren't. Uh, maybe in time he will be. You know, I used to see Norv would call a play that he would plan on using maybe three games later against an opponent. Wanted that guy to see that play to worry about it. He was already playing chess ahead of checkers on these yeah. things, you know, that, and Scott just doesn't have the, I guess, the experience. And you could say, well, he ran through how many quarterbacks in his time here? 11, something like that. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's awful hard to succeed. You got an offensive line and tatters again, but that said, I didn't think his play call was very good. Yeah, I mean, the, the feel for the game is the thing I used to hear a lot from guys, especially that used to play uh, in the league, that say it just doesn't have the feel for it, you know, the drive-killing calls you just pointed out at times. And, 
just just some weird things, and um, certainly that th- it feels to me like that Giants game was very damaging to him after having that week off and then coming back really with kind of the same plan and, and protections, and obviously the strip sack fumble was a big uh, big turning point in that game and then not getting the ball to Brian Robinson in the second half enough after he was just killing the Giants for a half of that football game. Uh, all kind of had the signs point in that direction. Uh, what, what do you think the this job looks like on the outside? Is it a attractive job because of the talent they have? Is it unattractive or, or concerning, I should say, maybe because it may be just a one-year-and-show-me situation and because of some of the parameters that may be put in place by the head coach? Both those things are true. <laughs> so yeah. They really are. I mean, yeah. you have talent, if you come, but you have talent in your receiving cores, and maybe you're running backs, but you're you're devoid at tight end all of a sudden, an awful line, and you don't know who your quarterback is. Right. So that's that's the scary part. And the other part is it could be a one year shemmy. So I don't think a lot of people really are running toward this one. You're gonna basically get people out of options and yeah. people who want to try and move up. But you're not gonna get, you know, uh, Bill Walsh to come back to life and do this for them. I mean it's nobody great is coming. Yeah, you know you're going to get the bingo callers and Uber Eats drivers and all those other guys. Yeah, 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 no doubt. Uh, that, this was going to be interesting. We're here with um, we're here with Rick Snyder uh, at Snyder underscore Remarks on Twitter with us via the BetQL guest hotline. Bet smarter to be the books. Download the BetQL app today. As far as relationships, that always seems to be certainly important in coaching and in most jobs, but. What do you what do you think about as far as this job goes with Ron Rivera this time around? Do you think he goes for somebody he has worked with in the past, or do you think he maybe goes a little bit out of his comfort zone? I think you'll find a friend, you know, with benefits here. I mean, <laughs> I, I hate to I hate to criticize that because right. in my entire I've been working more than forty years. Yep, I have only I've never had a job that I didn't know somebody somehow. Yes, I agree. Okay? Yeah, that's just truth. You know? that's, a, that's God's honest truth, though, for most professions, right? Yeah. I mean, it was always a friend or a friend of a friend, something like that. So it's kind of hard for me to throw a rock at him that way. But, yeah. you know, I, at this point, you, you don't want to gamble on somebody you have no clue with uh, because, listen, if this offensive coordinator stinks, Ron's gone for sure, too. So you want to trust yeah. somebody. He took a young coordinator and Turner there. Uh, you know, relatively youngish. So it's not like he didn't think about new ideas. It just didn't work. But um, <clears throat> I could see him going with uh, somebody, whoever it is, everybody will go, oh, God, here we go. <laughs> You're not going to win. You're not going to win with an OC pick. It's just not. Let's Belichick decide he wants to step down and come over here or something. No one's going to be happy about it. No one's happy about anything anymore. Not being fired. Well, you know. uh, people, you know what people were happy about though? They were happy about Sam Howell. I mean, they were they were happy yeah. to see Sam Howell. Uh, Rick, I mean, that was like the, that was like the gift to the Commanders fans who suffered through that uh, that Browns game. Was okay. Well, you're out of it, but at least now you can see Sam Howell play finally. Uh, please don't throw stuff at him if he performs well. And of course, he performed pretty darn good. A friend of mine told me today that there is a run on Sam Howell cards. You know, in the right? market. Really? And, I, and he said, but he said, but there are 54 different Sam Howell cards. I'm like, wow, okay, I haven't collected tops since about 1975. But um, I, I was amazed. He said there's a big speculative market on it. I started talking about Sam Howell, how, uh, God's honest truth, in rookie camp day. I saw something there. Yeah. I'm not a scout, but I've been around long enough to see ballers. And I said, ooh, this kid's got something. And he looked at the whole time, and I've always said he, 
Get him on the field. He'll be okay. This BS about he's not ready. Mm-hmm. Well, was Purdy ready? You know, nobody's ever ready until you got to play him. Uh, that was a coaching way of escaping, you know, responsibility. He was fine. And I think he should start next season probably because if he's any good, rookie contracts save you so much money. Yes. And then the Russell Wilsons, the Joe Burrows, they allow you to build your team around more. And and it would be a great thing if it happened. Why bring in another veteran? How's that worked out in the last few years? You're not getting anybody good. You know, and they've had some bad luck with Alex right. Smith's injury and, and Ryan Fitzpatrick was here for 20 minutes. And, you know, I mean, they've now had 30. How was the 35th starter since the last Super Bowl? And I do a list of ranking them all, and I put them 12. How do you like that? I mean, one game, I'm putting you as the 12th best guy in the last 30 years. <laughs> wow, that is crazy. But you know what? It just kind of tells you how the guys have been here through the last 30 years, too, in, in some cases. But, no, he did a lot of good things, and I'm with you. I think he showed some of that stuff in camp. Obviously, he had a very good college career, uh, you know, throughout his time at North Carolina. And, I, you know, to me, I'm a little surprised they didn't embrace what he had, the qualities he had earlier, uh, because, you know, this would have – gotten people excited about the future right like hey you got a young quarterback right you got a guy who uh you could you could potentially be something here you know coach him up and and, and play him like you said you could really do a lot of roster building with him uh if if you go that direction now if they do go that direction obviously they still need another quarterback you know in this offseason uh, i mean then you'd have to maybe go would you draft another quarterback would you like to see them bring in a veteran at that point how would you see them handling that you know, in a way, it'd be nice to see him do Heineke coming back. I'm not sure it can happen. I know there will be a little fear that the crowd will want him. and But then again, how is Heineke 2.0? So we're rushing to the next guy anyway, and Heineke is the old toy he used to play with. Yeah. So I'm not sure the, how the crowd will be with that. But I, he's a great backup quarterback on this. So, But he may, you know, find something better out there. I'm not sure. Um, and then – you have to have one veteran in the room. Right. Just don't spend a billion dollars on the guy. And I'm not sure I would draft anyone unless something just falls to you. But Hal fell to them last year in the fifth round. I mean, that was a steal on that deal. So, you know, he was a guy that was talked about first at one time and maybe a third. So they found that guy. So now go spend your, your draft capital on your offensive line. Something like that. Get yourself a tight end. Maybe, you know, maybe a, a corner. There's, there's places to go that you don't have to spend so heavily in the first round. That's what Hal saves them. Hal, you can say with a straight face, you're not drafting a quarterback. Because then, it's, you know, 16, you never know what's there. But you got a young guy that everybody's excited about. So you can go get someone else like an offensive tackle. Yeah, I mean, they've got other needs, obviously. And I, I'm with you. I call it the Russell Wilson plan as well, where when you have that rookie quarterback – contract it really makes your entire roster better if you do the right things and obviously the Seahawks once he started making the big dollars you know they had to make some tough decisions certainly had some injuries guys got older these kind of things happened and it's hard to keep it together when you're paying you know high high dollars for quarterbacks unless of course that quarterback's Pat Mahomes then you're happy to do it and this by having Hal this lets you go ahead and spend money on pain I'm not sure pain wants to stay I'm right. not sure what the money will be, but it allows you to at least talk about it because you'll have it in the budget. On that said, here's the next wild card. Who's the owner? When's he coming? What kind of budget does he have? Right. And you're not going to know that you're not going to know all these answers when free agency starts. So you're going to have to play under the Snyder rules, which is 
I'm not spending any money as I'm getting ready to sell this team. You know, I just sold it trying to sell a house. I'm not planting new grass or anything for the next guy. So Snyder's not going to put in the money in the free agency. They're not going to be able to look that way for it. So, you know, with pain and because he becomes a, a liability on the spreadsheet. So I don't know that they're keeping pain, but at least a rookie quarterback gives you the cash there to do it. Yeah, we're here with Rick Snyder at Snyder, Snyder underscore remarks on Twitter. Give him a follow there. Here with us on the Team 980 streaming live on the free Odyssey app. That's what's going to be fascinating. And I know – now, correct me if I'm wrong. You covered the team back then. I, I remember this. Initially, it was a Milstein group, right, with Snyder as an investor. <clears throat> that fell apart, and then it was just a Snyder thing. And is that why everything got so out of whack and they had to wait so long um, and obviously ultimately lost Trent Green in the process? Yeah, what happened was Snyder was just going to be a junior partner. And Milstein was this big real estate guy who, and real estate guys think they can put a nickel down on the table, the bank finances the rest. Well, the NFL said, no, no, you have to have X amount of real cash. And he didn't think he would have to do it. He tried to bluff his way to the very end when he withdrew his bid because they said, we're 31 nothing on a boat this afternoon. What do you want to do? And that tied up things for months. But it had already been a couple of years since Cook had died. So yeah. this was just an ongoing thing. The, the estate trustees, to, to parallel with Payne, the estate trustees did not want to spend a lot of money on Trent Green, made him a competitive offer one day before free agency started, where at that point he'd already said, screw you, I'm gone, and took a deal in St. Louis. Uh, so you can, you, know, you can poison the well that way uh, on it. And, and eventually Snyder, Snyder's biggest move in his life was when the Milstein deal was withdrawn, he said, wait a minute, wait a minute. The deal with the, the state trustees was with the Washington Sports Group or something, they called it. Mm-hmm. And I'll take over the bid. And he found some financing real quick with them partners and pulled it off because they were going to have to – the trustees did not want to put this bid back in the open market. They were exhausted from two years of this kind of stuff. Uh, and they said, oh, you're taking it over? Works for us. And, and they were just wanting to get paid and done because the state trustees got a chunk of money for doing this, too. Uh, and so that's why it took till June, uh, roughly six months of that type of process. Uh, it was just, man, it was just a blank show the whole time. <laughs> Everybody lying. I mean, I could tell you, there are stories I could tell you. I lived, I lived every day of this for six months. And it was like every day you were encircled by all these bidders yelling at you that everyone else is lying except them. And whoever was telling the truth changed every day. You had no one to trust on this. It was it was a challenging, challenging story. And I you know this time it's gonna be that way too, in a way. You're gonna have multiple bidders, they're gonna pick sides, they're gonna try and work the media too, just like last time they'll come to you because they know you know mm-hmm. stuff that they don't know. It, I could tell you a whole kind of sideline conversations about that. Um, and there, there's, you know, this is a billion dollar thing now. It wasn't even that big then. Now it's billion dollar businesses, you know. Yeah. And that's what scares. That's what scares me about a lot of these bidders. I see, is they see it as a real business opportunity. I'd like to see somebody think maybe it's a football team. Yeah, right. Who's had that guy? Yeah. Who's had that guy for twenty years? Right, right. The marketing group. Uh, <laughs> Rick Snyder at Snyder underscore remarks on Twitter. Uh, thanks, man, for your insights. Appreciate it. And again, you can read Rick on uh, Team980.com, 1067, uh, as spot as well, thefan.com. 
and uh, see him all over YouTube and uh, Twitter these days as well. Anywhere else I'm missing? Anything else, Rick, that you need to plug? I no. Well, I mean, yeah, I have a commander's book out, but nobody wanted it because they ate the name. So I don't even <laughs> talk about it anymore. <laughs> well, you can talk about it if you want. I mean, uh, I'm, I'm happy to plug it for you. Well, well, they, I used to have the 100 things Redskins fans right. should know and do before they die. Right. Did very well, and the and the publisher came to me and said, "Hey, what's what's updated? Add a few right. chapters on the on commanders." Now, man, it just crickets. <laughs> on oh that, baby. boy. And, well, and you should do I one as Red Wolves and see how that goes. I mean, like the Red Wolves people would buy it. Yeah, you could be a collector's item. Yeah, that's that's how they. I like this howl thing. Yeah, there we're you go. all howling, and then yeah, I'll change the name again. There <laughs> but, you go. Uh, we'll see. It's I just stay busy. It's uh, it's what I like to do. You know, awesome. just stay busy, keep working. Hopefully, uh, it's my forty fifth year doing this uh, overall. So that's awesome. I can't keep going forever, but uh, I enjoyed it. I was going to retire, honestly going to retire this week and when dan announced he was selling the team i said hold on things are going to get good i'm sticking around for a while absolutely so i'm still here awesome all right thank you rick we appreciate it man thanks for doing this thanks a lot Bye. all right rick snyder at rick underscore or excuse me at snide underscore remarks on twitter uh give him a follow there he can't retire rick rick can't retire Nah, he's not retired but uh that that's funny the commander's book people do have some issues with the name some issues. Yeah, a few. A few. Maybe we need to do that for an off-season conversation. What do you, what, what do you, what is your if you could only get one thing this off-season? <laughs> a doc would love this. A franchise quarterback <laughs> or the name changed. Oh boy. Nah, I'm not touching. I don't I don't need to do that. I'll leave that for Kevin. He he can do that. That's got Sheehan's name written all over it. Hey, there's some Ravens news, and it isn't good. As they get ready to take on the Bengals, we'll get to that. Um, and back to some of the stuff Rick was talking about with uh, the commanders and your phone calls at 301-230-0980. It is Burgundy and Gold today. Team 980 streaming live on the free Odyssey app. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. This is the Burgundy and Gold Today on the Team 980 and the Odyssey app.
Welcome back. Team 980 streaming live on the free Odyssey app. Thanks to Rick Snyder for joining us. Scott Turner out. There was the news yesterday after we uh, got off the air here talking about that with you at 301-230-0980. And, you know, what kind of hire is this? Is this a good job? I mean, there are some benefits to it. I think as Rick summed it up with me, it's all of it, right? It's, there's some good, there's some bad about it. There's talent, but yet you don't have the security you would maybe some other places because of the pending ownership transfer, whenever that happens. All these kind of things, you know, kind of weigh into it and the parameters potentially where the head coach is telling you, yeah, you know, I know you got these really cool innovative plays, but we'd really like you to ground and pound this sucker um, more consistently. So we're not going to we're not going to let you do that. And oh, by the way, you really don't know who the quarterback is at this point. Um, speaking of not knowing who the quarterback is, just seeing some of these practice reports today for these playoff teams, the Ravens, uh, no sign of Lamar Jackson anywhere near the field. Yeah, that's kind of a big deal. I mean, no Lamar, no chance. And then Tyler Huntley during the open session, apparently not throwing the football at all because <laughs> he's got a shoulder injury. So maybe they're trying to, trying to save him, but Lamar Jackson, not at the portion of practice. It was open to the media. Huntley out there did not see him throw. Yikes. Oof. The game wasn't really competitive last week. I mean, I couldn't imagine it getting any better this week against the Bengals. But, hey, stranger things have happened, I suppose. At least he got Roquan Smith done yesterday. But, man, Jackson's had an ankle. This would be, what, six games going on seven if he doesn't play? Woo. That's that's not good. When you're, again, your, your whole program is built around him and you know his offense. Yeah, doesn't doesn't feel real good. Um, but yeah, so they're getting ready for the wild card game without their number one guy, and of course without uh, and maybe you know who goes who knows with Tyler Huntley. I mean that might just be saving his arm for later in the week. No reason to do it. And let's be honest. I mean it hadn't looked good for Huntley for a while. Um, I'm reading Ian Rappaport, or I'm sorry, this is not Ian Rappaport. This is another guy. Ian Rappaport tweeted it, Kevin Prada from from NFL Network. But it is the Ian Rappaport report and Mike Garofola that um, Lamar Jackson is also doing the PCL injury. Ooh, he's not playing. Yep, he's out. Not looking good for Lamar Jackson. Um, Last time he played was December 4th. He's battling a PCL injury. People involved who thought Jackson is not going to play in the regular season, he will surely play in the playoffs. However, uh, according to the NFL Network crew, uh, their understanding is that someone said over the course of the past 24 hours that Jackson faces an uphill battle to be able to get ready to play against the Bengals. He's trying, he's rehabbing, the knee just isn't quite right, and this has been shrouded in some secrecy, so there's always a chance. Another, anything happens with Lamar, but who knows, surprise based on what we know. So right now it is Tyler Huntley's show for the postseason, although he's not throwing the football currently because of the shoulder that he's dealing with. And if obviously neither one of them could play, Anthony Brown, the third-string quarterback, uh, would go again. And he played last week. They've averaged 12.5 points per game over their last five games. Oof. Oof. Yeah, to say they haven't been able to generate offense without Lamar would be a huge understatement. You think about the rocket ship he was to start the season. Uh, things were slowing down, then he got hurt, and then it's just been it's been a disaster ever since. Been a disaster ever since. 
All right, we're going to get back to calls, 301-230-0980. If you're on the line hanging there, we're going to take a quick timeout. We'll get back. It is Burgundy and Gold today, Team 980 streaming live on the free Odyssey app. This is the Burgundy and Gold today. Dalton gets set. Chase Young got him. On the Team 980 and the Odyssey app. Burgundy Gold today, Team 980, final half-hour Hoffman Show coming up at the top of the hour for you at 3 o'clock. Doc will be in here tomorrow with uh, Big L. That ought to be quite an interesting wrestling match. Good luck to all of you involved from noon to 3. Uh, 301-230-0980. We're going to get back to the calls here of the Scott Turner firing. Uh, thoughts moving forward for this situation with the commanders, who they hire. And, again, what are the parameters for the new person is going to be fascinating this offseason. Are they allowed to do their thing, or are they going to be, you know, basically told this is how you're going to run it, don't really need your input on philosophy. We got the philosophy figured out for it because that's what it came off like yesterday whether it's intentional or not, at the team's press conference. Prior to the Turner firing, let's get the little, little thanks for waiting. Little, turn down whatever that is in the background, please. All right, let's put little, I think little's gone. That was loud. I think we were watching, like, ESPN or something. Hey, Roberto, what's happening? What's going on, Jack? You good? You are, man. Well, listen, I think uh, Doc was... Ask for a sacrifice. <laughs> he sure did, didn't he? <laughs> he wanted blood. He did. He wanted blood. What he wanted mean, sacrifice. Boom. Yeah. <laughs> Doc, man, he's he, he, somebody he's no, had to go. Somebody had to pay for this. I know. I mean, you know, that was that was uh, very mafia on Doc's part. <laughs> I, I kept telling my man, got the pull, man. Yeah. He's the, you know what they say. He's sicker than the average. <laughs> That's right. That's right. <laughs> sicker than the average. My man, you know, let's hope the new guy come in and, and, and use, uh, you know, uh, like on the center of running the ball. And, 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 and it's very you know, innovative, you know what I'm saying? It's like play action out of, out of you know, from on the center. Yeah, you know, uh, you know, slant work with the, with the, the type of receivers we got. Slant routes can produce serious damage to the, the defenses. Serious. No, I mean we saw it with the right quarterback. It can at least, as you saw on. Um, no, is, is, that you know, even, on is that even the, the the right? Yeah, Sam Sam's got the tools. Yeah. It's a matter I mean, Carson Wentz had no interest in throwing over the middle, and he's not good at it. I mean, he's like a sideline thrower now or deep ball shot guy, you know. But, yeah, I mean, again, a lot right. of this is going to have to be who's, you know, who's the quarterback, you know, again, are they right. – you know, they say two-to-one run pass. I know that was an exaggeration, but, you know, are you talking more like the Philadelphia right. Eagles kind of, you know, ground attack? Are you talking more like a 49er ground attack? I mean, what is it exactly? The ground, the ground attack, is, it opens up everything else because mm-hmm. once the safeties come up, you have you have guys on one on one. 
Yeah. Well, it can. You it can. There's no doubt. And, and, and Dawson, no doubt. one-on-one, come on, man. Come on. Yeah, but I mean, they still got to pull the trigger, right? Like they got to let these guys pull, the, and they got to protect right. this person. And you I mean, have you got to protect that's this. Why person. I feel comfortable. I feel comfortable with Sam, mm-hmm. uh, with, with, with 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 more time with the, the ones he can get it. He can get it done. Yeah, I, listen, I, I'm a I'm again pro. Go young, go cheap. Uh, let this guy develop. Um, Right. You know, get, you know, get some, get something out even, of this. Even RPOs, man. Even yeah. RPOs. He's 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 comfortable with RPOs. Yeah. You yep. saw on on the touchdown uh, run that was an RPO run uh, yep. play. Yeah, it was beautiful. And he kept. We hadn't seen and, it. Yeah, it was nice to see and, somebody want to run. And and, yeah. and and he touched two number seven. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he ain't <laughs> he he unleashed on the number seven. So no. I like that guy. I, you know, I think it's a combination between Wentz's arm strength and the moxie of of a honeykey. You know, to, yeah. to put together, you get it somehow with with a little more time on the on the offense, but and with a new offense tailored uh, tailored to him, it'd be even better. You know what I mean? Yeah, uh, we'll see. I mean, again, there's still uh, – I'm just curious to know who the person is. Do they get to make the call and have an input on the quarterback at least or have a voice in it? Because you're never going to convince me Scott Turner was part of the brain trust or got, or at least I got a real say in the Wentz thing. It's never – I don't know. May, maybe he did. But it felt like, again, it was hurried. It was rushed. Um, you know, Ron says it was him. Then you had Snyder saying it was Mayhew. Uh, the name you never hear is, is Scott Turner. Uh, where are we going next? Let's get to Bones. What's happening, Bones? My main man, Scott Jackson, man. Hey, look. Shout out to Matt and Anthony. Yeah. For doing the producing, you know. They're but look, it. check this out, man. Man, I mean, we just got to be calm, man. Everybody going crazy, talking about, you know, this and that. You know, I mean, you know, Scott, uh, Scott Turner was in over his head, you know. Like mm-hmm. I say, man. So he called too many organic plays, man, you know, instead of just, you know, trying to establish an identity, man, you know. And, uh, you know, he kept, you know, trying to run, you know, uh, my man's uh, Curtis Hand. You know, all that stuff was unnecessary. We need a tackle, a guard, a center, and two more linebackers. We don't need, we don't need none of these free agent quarterbacks. We got two – we got Heineke, you know, in the middle age. We got a young quarterback in Hal. We can get something in the late rounds off the draft and work with that, man. You know, because Ron – we don't need Ron to be handling a whole lot of stuff right now because as soon as we sell this team, this is what I keep telling the people. This is what I keep saying. As soon as this team gets sold to a new owner, Ron days is over with. You know what I mean? So we ain't trying to put no whole lot of emphasis on getting him a good offensive coordinator. I don't care who they get the call to praise next season. You understand? I'm just waiting on the sale of this team, and they do bring their own crew in here and get rid of Ron and all his BS. Simple as that. Man, I love you, Scott. Thanks for taking my call, man. Peace. See you, Bones. Yeah, I mean, that's why, listen, whoever the person is, however they do this, you got to hit the ground running because you have to know, you know, you can't be coming out of September, going into October or mid-October or whatever it was this year at two and six. If that has been a wrap by that point, I mean, we've seen some of these new owners. I mean, they they ain't playing around. I mean, <laughs> my man out there in Denver, 
didn't even give the guy the full year. I mean, guy in Carolina, I mean, he had given Matt Rule, what, like a seven-year contract, which was idiotic, and then fired him, what, into year two? I mean, or year three, rather. So, yeah, I mean, some of these big-buck billionaires, they don't give a crap, man. I mean, you better perform or they're going to – they're done with you. I mean, especially the – these are even, you know, in the case of, obviously, Tepper. I mean, he picked Rule. In the case of the Walmart guy, you know, he did not pick – he did not pick the coach Hackett. That was done prior to him. Now, we'll say this. We, we talk often about, hey, what's it going to look like for the commanders this offseason to be able to do this, do that. Um, the Broncos were in the middle of a sale. That did not get agreed upon until June. It wasn't improved until August. But obviously, they had made the Russell Wilson trade well prior to that. Now, they didn't do the contract until the new owners got in there. So that's, that's the interesting part. So trades and stuff are easier t- to do. Adding salary, you know, but adding big contracts, you know, a la Deron Payne, how will that work? That will be fascinating if that is approved and able to be done. I think that's more so in play the free agent stuff than the trading stuff. All right, where are we going next? Let's get to uh, Paulie in the 757. Jax, what's up, man? You are, buddy. Yeah, man. Hey, man, I kind of agree with Bones is saying, man. I mean, I guess you got to bring in a, a veteran guy because uh, you're not constructing this team the right way, and you definitely can't get everything done in one year. So you go. I think that was part of Scott Turner's downfall. Is I mean, I mean, situational. He he was lacking at that. Yep. The whole three years, the situational break Claude. He was lacking at that, but also just knowing how. To, you know, to hide your weaknesses. Like uh, when the Shanahan's was there and they had RG, you know, the offensive line wasn't good, but they, and they knew this, but they came up with the, the whole pistol offense to hide RG's weaknesses and the fact that the offensive line wasn't that strong. So I think you'll have to bring in a veteran guy that kind of know how to, uh, you know, hide their own weaknesses and also strategize against the other team's weaknesses. I don't think we ever – was doing that where we pinpointed the defense weakness and we went at it. It's just like he was calling plays or whatever. You know, so, but uh, one thing about that press conference and, and, and Roberta Wright, the street's got a body, finally. One thing about that <laughs> press conference, the whole two. <laughs> street's got a body, bro. You know, we was calling plays, we got it. But uh, the whole two to one thing they kept saying, I think that was like subliminal messages for Scott throwing away out the door. Yeah. Number one. Yeah. But also also number two was they rolling with a young quarterback next year. And they want to take the pressure Maybe. off the quarterback. Maybe. With, with the you know, the whole two to one ratio. Because you, you don't say you don't make comments like that and then try to make a splash for Aaron Rodgers type, you no, know, or, or no. a veteran that, that actually can put the ball up in the air and no defenses and things like that. That's something you say when you're trying to protect a quarterback. So you know, that's telling me they might, you know, they gonna, maybe they're just going to give Howell a little first crack at it. So, and, again, that might I be all they can do. Man. You know, when you think about it, it might be all they can do in terms of really, the way really, things are set really up. That's you know? what they should do, man. Yeah. yeah. These, uh, go go young. If all else fails, then, you know, you go into 24 with possibly a top high draft pick, Caleb Williams or um, the, sure. the other boy from North Carolina, Mays. So yeah. it's time for this organization to get his own. You know what I mean? We we missed out on the boat with Herbert in, in, in um in um in twenty. Yep. You know what I mean? So 
you, you don't get them opportunities. Well, most teams don't get them opportunities like that all the time. But so we can't, you know, let's just do our own thing, man, and stop, you know, trying to uh, revive people's careers. Hell to the W, man. It'll be easy. All right. See you, buddy. The street scouts. <laughs> That's terrible. That's terrible. Oh, man. But you know what? It. But the thing is, like, I would understand what you're saying. Like, you could think that way if you were somebody that was going to still – like, there was somebody running the organization besides somebody that was trying to save themselves. You know what I mean? Like, if there was a general manager who had a contract, he's like, all right, this staff, I'm not really married to them, but here's how you're going to play it this year. Here's what we're letting you do. Show us that you can work with Sam Howell. Otherwise, if you can't and we suck – then we're you know picking low the following year. I mean, I don't think they're going to operate in that manner. And you know, the front office obviously is not separated from the staff, as we all know. And the owner is not even here, per se. Whoever that person's going to be, it's not like you know Dan's going to say, "Hey, let's do it this way," because we're looking at the twenty whatever you know twenty twenty four draft. Because you know by then I'm I'm on the yacht somewhere else. You know at that point. And I'm in the Billionaires Club, the High Billionaires Club at that point. All right. If you're on the line, hang in there. We'll get to a few more of you on the other side. 301-230-0980. Hoffman Show at the top of the hour. Final segment straight ahead. Burgundy Gold today. Team 980 streaming live on the free Odyssey app. This is the Burgundy and Gold today. McLaurin in stride for the first down. On the Team 980 and the Odyssey app. All right, here at Burgundy Gold today. Doc and Linnell in this studio tomorrow. Good luck. Thoughts and prayers to everybody. Uh, I'll be back with the DOC on Friday. Uh, Hoffman show coming up at the uh, top of the hour. We're going to try to squeeze a few more uh, calls in before we get out of here. Uh, obviously, a lot of reaction today. Been uh, good to have all the guests on. Appreciate all the callers as well, tweeters. Uh, you can always hit me up at Jackson Sports. Always open for business about uh, the commanders, the offensive coordinator search. And what is it like? In, again, what are the parameters? What kind of people are they looking for? Is it just going to be, hey, Ron worked with this guy, trust him, likes him, we're going this way? Is it somebody who's going to have to be told, hey, this is how we want to run offense? Or is it really going to be somebody who can come in here with some new ideas and kind of shake it up a little bit? Uh, you know, and, and, you know, have some different ideas and some different philosophies, if you will. If you bought into the fact that they had a philosophy before. <laughs> they have a formula, but did they have a philosophy? And we all know the Ryan Fitzpatrick stuff from back in October when he said, hey, they don't really have an offensive philosophy. It's it's a plug-and-play, and we run these plays that we like. Offense is how he put it. He was saying how it was not particularly quarterback-friendly. All right, let's grab uh, Michael in Columbia. How you doing, Michael? Hey, how you doing, Scott? Good, man. Uh, I'm just trying to figure out, like, where Ron Rivera gets this cred that we trust that he's going to do anything different. Um, he's, You know, what's quiet is that he inherited, really, a good nucleus of young players whose time are passing. And the contracts are going to get renewed, and some are going to have to go. Um, and we've already lost two possible Hall of Famers, one for sure, uh, on the offensive line, mm -hmm. just the folks that he's allowed to leave. And now in one game, we're going to crown Sam Howell, who comes out of the University of North Carolina. Mm -hmm. The only person prior to him was Mitch Trubisky. 
so, you know, and he is sub six foot. Uh, and, uh, you know, he looked good one game. There's no tape. There's nothing. So before we crown uh, this guy, you know, I think we need to do some real. I, I just believe that some of us have Stockholm Syndrome, and we just grab on to anything. We deserve more <laughs> as a fan base. And Ron Rivera has gotten away with criminal acts in terms of, like, he's just not the person. And he's constantly scapegoated everyone from Del Rio to Turner to Chase Young, everyone. And he gets away with it. And the Washington media allows him to, I guess, because of the troubles he's faced. I don't know. This is a win-loss league. You produce or you don't. You look at Jacksonville, you look at Debo, you look at oh you look at Jerry Jones. This guy's twelve wins two seasons in a row and he's on his way out the door. Why are we settling for mediocrity and less? I just don't get it. it well, I mean, I, does it does it a fan vote to pick the coach? I'm out, did I miss something here, Michael? I mean, was was there a vote was put out to his fans? Or in media, were we allowed to pick the coaches and uh, the quarterbacks? No, I, I didn't catch that. Okay. I mean, again, nobody. I don't. I. Don't, I kind of think the media is pretty tired of his act. I don't know if you've been paying attention to some of the things written oh, and said. No, I have. Yeah. But every time yeah. I hear it, it's about cancer. His mom. Nah, I know he's talking about. Nah, well, I mean, I, again, I those were all part of different seasons, and you know what? I. I'm not gonna. You know, try to belittle My him because of that. I mean, I, but it, again, the the bottom about, line is, it is about it should be about wins and losses. And you're right; he has not taken enough accountability. I've been talking about this all season. It's like you know, after every post game, we've had this conversation since since October when they've been on the slide and on this program. So, I don't. I mean, again, I can't make it happen for you. I'm sorry. You know, you're gonna have to wait it out. The process is gonna have to play itself out. I can't fix it for you. As far as your Hal point, sure. I, and again, I'm not crowning him. I just think he should be part of the mix. Let him battle out with so-and-so. Don't retread me Derek freaking Carr or one of these other guys, and that's probably what they'll do. I just, you know, I just think their barometer on that stuff doesn't make sense. And by the way, why do you need Derek Carr at $30 million plus a year or whatever it would be uh, if you are, again, going to be two-to-one run to pass? It doesn't make sense. Uh, James and Woodbridge, what's happening? All right, Snap. How are you? Good, buddy. What I got is, what I got is, Rivera is is totally lucky that there is nobody to fire him because he should have been fired. I mean, you know, what he's doing is sticking up Washington without a gun. You know, uh, <laughs> he's getting a tremendous check for nothing. Instead of standing on the sidelines, look looking stupid, he is the boss. If he don't like the way things are going, you make a change. You call your offensive coordinator and say, look, what you're doing is wrong. Let's switch it up. But, no, he's standing there looking stupid on the sideline, and they don't want to blame it on everybody else but himself. But like I said before I go, he is lucky nobody there is nobody to fire him. All right, thanks for the call, right. buddy. Well, and then the circumstances this season, obviously, him have really put him in a position where he knew he wasn't going anywhere, right? I mean – even although I will say this, I, I think Snyder would stick with him if he was still going to be the owner and everything was equal or what have you. I, I don't think he would make a move, but I don't know. Maybe he would because if he had to depend on next year's attendance and season tickets, et cetera, maybe maybe he would be moved to do that. But 
Of course, then there's the whole who do you get, you know, who would Snyder be able to get, blah, blah, blah. All right, where are we going next? Let's get to do, 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 do. Justin. We'll get you the last word on this one. What's happening, buddy? Hey, how's it going? Um, hey, so I just wanted to I just wanted to make my case. Sorry about that. I just wanted like wanted to make my case for how. Um, when I look at the fourteen teams for the playoffs, ten of the fourteen teams have uh, have drafted QB. Seven of those ten round one. Um, the remain and Jackson was only barely he was thirty second pick and the Ravens picked uh, traded up for that just so they could have a contract with an option on it. Sure. So I'm of the opinion that we should avoid the open market. Yes, we should probably get rid of Heineke because or let him leave because mm-hmm. uh, he will be a distraction and definitely have a veteran presence there. But I think sticking with Howe is the way to go. And on that note, um, the OC position, maybe they should look at Phil Longo, who coached um, Howe and would be you know, a, an ideal co- choice, and he's still calling plays. So that's pretty much all I got on that, but that's my case. Thanks. All right. No, man, um, I think a lot of people would know that Howe's going to be a part of it one way or the other, I believe, right? He's going to be either your primary backup, which on this team usually means you're going to be the starter before the year's over, <laughs> or he's the guy. But I think he's going to have to earn it. I don't. I don't think you give him anything. And I'm not a real fan of hire. And we we had this conversation about Art Bryles for years, right? With Archie, we'll go hire his offensive coach, his coach from college. No, don't do that. No, I'm not. You know what? No, no thanks. Don't want to do that. You know, and I don't think they'll do that either. But this is. Um, there is going to be another quarterback added. And I, I don't know if Heineke's a distraction. I mean, I, I don't buy into that. He's been a good teammate. I mean, that's <laughs> what the distraction part is, I understand what you're saying, is like people cheering for him. But I, I find that our fan base, a lot of it, there's a lot of crossover. People that support Taylor Heineke are pretty excited about Sam Howell. But maybe I'm missing that. I don't know. We'll have to do an independent study on it at some point. All right. Thanks to Anthony Haney and Matt Essig, Matty Ice, all the producing that went on today. Two producers for a three-hour program. We appreciate that. Um, Rick Doc Walker, Big L will be back tomorrow. I'll be back with Doc on Friday. Everybody have a wonderful Thursday, but Wednesday continues. The Hoffman Show. Straight ahead with Craig Hoffman here on the Team 980 streaming live on the free Odyssey app. Have a good one. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. T-Mobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.